I think it's always easy to spot these things that you would change about your videos in hindsight. But don't let that stop you from making the video in the first place. And don't let that stop you from fixing the mistake in the next video. Don't be afraid to mix up your pacing. If you want to be a little bit slower as you're actually giving the tutorial, that doesn't mean you have to go slower at the front and the back end as well. Making sure that your instructions are really focused on that goal, like let's make an instructional video, let's make you know a video if it's meant to be an overview video. You wanna be clear on your message and you wanna be clear on the outcome of what someone's going to get out of that. Hey everybody, welcome to the Visual Lounge. We're so glad that you're here, whether you're watching this on YouTube, you're listening to it on the podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, we're so glad you're here. We are gonna do something a little bit different today I'm really excited about. So, we've been talking a lot about video workflows, we've been talking about a lot of tips and tricks and things that you can do to make better video, but today, with Justin and Andy, we are going to be looking at a video and talking about it and breaking it down and giving you some insights to what maybe we would do different, how we could improve it, now, to be full full disclosure, we've talked to the creator of this video, we've gotten their permission. It is a TechSmith video, so we hope that doesn't get too meta, but we think it's gonna be a good way for us to talk about some practical advice about how to make tutorials even better. So, Justin, Andy, thank you guys for being here. This is gonna be a, a fun one, a little bit different, so you guys ready to yeah, jump in? And if it goes well, we should tell people, hey, send in your videos. We'd love to break down other videos. So uh, I think, if the, again, if it goes well, this could be something fun to do because, yeah, it's way more useful to have some practical, like, this is a video. Here's what I would have done differently. Um, and it's always, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I have, man, please don't look at my video collection because all of them I would tell you that there's things I would have done differently. And please, if you ever get to the point where you're like, oh, well, it's no good. I would have done things differently. No, that means you're probably on the right path because you're finding those things that need changing uh, and you're learning from them. So, Well, and with that, Andy, let's just say, if you do have a video you want us to potentially, we won't make any promises, but potentially review, email thevisuallounge at textment.com, give us a link you know, know that anything that you do send us, if we use it here, we'd obviously want to give you credit. We, we, we will be gentle, but critical. Cause I think that's the, the, the TechSmith way. That's what we do with right. our own projects. And I love what you said, Andy, that if you're not seeing the things that you could do better, uh, it's hard to progress. Okay. So mm -hmm. let's start off. Let's, uh, which, who wants to set the context for this video? Cause I think it's really important before we start watching it, that we understand that which 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 way is he he's there we go justin <laughs> you brought us this video you want to tell us a little about kind of context for it yeah uh so and again it's it's hard to know without me being the creator of this particular video but the video we're going to look at is a kind of an overview style tutorial for a, a newer product of ours called audiate um it's an audio editing and voiceover tool and it's got a lot of good stuff in it. I think that's the thing, you know, we're talking about how we're gonna go over it. There's a lot of good stuff in it, but there are also those things that we could tweak and could make it a little bit better based on, you know, some of the stuff that we've talked about here. So I think that's what I'm interested in is, is just trying to see like, oh man, there's like three things that I would really wanna change. And they're not like critical, critical, but man, if you change them, it could be a more effective video. So that's what I'm excited about to talk about. Yeah, and I think it's important to note that, you know, tutorials always have a goal and, and we can't answer the question whether this has achieved the goal. What we can say is just from a very outsider perspective, look at it and say like, you know, what do we think would make it 
maybe more effective? What would we say make it? And I'm, I'm going to use air quotes because I think it's really important. Better, better is subjective. Um, I, you know, and I think for those people that are watching this, just note that you know we might be wrong in our assessment of some of these things because the creator may be able to say to us. Uh, and we can ask them afterwards because we work with them, but we could, they might say, no, we did that on purpose and here's why we did that. And that's okay. Yeah. So we're just going to give our mm -hmm. best opinions from our different perspectives. So anything else we need to lay the groundwork for? And Andy, anything else before we, we jump into the actual video? You know, the, the only thing I would say maybe, and I don't know if this is helpful or not, but it is, you know, an audio piece of software that uh, they're giving a tutorial on in this video. So if you're listening on the podcast, it may be a little confusing because uh, one of the pieces of the demo is demoing their recorded voice. So I, I'll just say this is uh, our instructional designer, Doug, and he's recording his voice as he's narrating. So if you hear his voice, he may be playing back or he may be narrating the video. So on audio, this may get a little confusing. All right. Well, with that said, let's let's start the video. This is Audiate. Okay. I already have a comment. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I watched this video, I don't know, three or four times prior to, to, to our recording. And every single time I thought something was wrong with my headphones. I checked the audio. Yep. I was like, why isn't it playing yet? And like, you're visually seeing it move. But like, oh man, my headphones aren't on. The volume must be down by default. Like something's wrong. So we talked about so, this in another episode where maybe maybe music isn't right for tutorials. Maybe it's not good for, you know, talking over a lesson. But something earlier on, whether it's Doug introducing the video or music kind of starting high and in, in coming under his voice and then disappearing would have been a cue that the video is working and our volume is up. So what happened in there too? I, I want to describe it for people because we very plainly saw this but if you're listening what essentially happened is that the video started from white it brought on the logo and said TechSmith Audiate and it kind of sat there but it there was no sound nothing it was just the logo entering on the screen and so it, and then it paused as the screen came on and then the narration started so it was just one of those things where as a viewer the anticipated thing would be like you said either some narration or some audio not nothing happening happening on the screen. Let's talk about yeah. why this is important real quick. Uh, so from my perspective, the reason this is important, one, is you don't want your audience fiddling with their audio. You want them paying attention to what's happening. The second thing is we know that the first, I don't know, 10, 20 seconds can be super vital mm -hmm. and important. And already we've spent five of those, maybe 20 seconds, we'll be generous here, and and you have you've done nothing for me and like like yeah. i love the spinny logo but like does that i don't know if that helps me and again this, but that might be a context thing right that depending on what they're trying to achieve that might be perfectly appropriate i think if you don't want music there maybe there's a sound effect with that logo that you could you could put in place mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that i think and it's such a it's all things considered this is a minor thing right like i don't think this is a deal breaker but it it definitely threw me off and I knew, right. like, after a couple of times, I knew what to expect. And it still feels a little bit, even this time, I'm like, where's, oh, oh, audio, where, yeah. where is it? And I, I, I just, I worry that that puts people in the wrong frame of mind already. Because then my guess is they miss the next couple of seconds if they're not prepared. Well, and this is a platform-specific problem sometimes, too, because if the person has gone looking for an Audiate tutorial, then maybe they're okay, they're in the right spot, they want to stay through this whole thing and they're here for it, that's fine. But if this is something they've run across on YouTube, five seconds is an eternity to have no audio. I mean, that's a, that's a long time for someone to choose to stick around. And so far we've only seen the logo 
and then a full screen swipe, you know, over to the actual software. And so for me, it also feels like you're not engaging people with that immediate, like, you know, we get, we give people like two to three seconds on YouTube before we're like, okay, I've had enough of this. I'm, I'm moving on. So um, again, if they're looking for it, they may stick around, but if this is something they've run across and may have been a potential customer, we may have just lost them. Yeah. But that's not the goal of the video. And we, you talked about that too. Like, what are the goals? Where, where's the audience intent? So these are the things we don't know. Yeah. Well, let's, let's keep watching and see where it goes. Audiate. Audiate makes recording and editing your voice as simple as if you were editing text. As simple as editing text. Let me show you how it works. I would stop right there for a second. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Andy. So I think personally, like, again, from audio perspective, you may not have understood what just happened there. He was reading his script. Uh, it was showing us his words on screen, just like a, a Word document, you know, or some some written document. And then he cut out a line and replayed it without the line he had just deleted. So super effective tool, super interesting uh, workflow that I love. Um, and I think it's it's really effective as a tool. The problem is, and I mentioned this going into it, is that because he's just the narrator and the recorded voice on screen, it gets very confusing to what just happened. Um, and I don't know if I would have gone with maybe like one voice male, one voice female to really distinct, or, you know, show a distinction between the two voices or what I might have done there. But it's almost if you glance away from what just happened, you kind of miss the magic. Yeah, I, I, I actually watched this. Uh, I ha at one point, I thought like one one of those watch shoes, I, I had to watch this again because I thought oh, like. Did he do that twice? Like, it was very kind of jarring, and it, it wasn't leading me to an instant, like, I understand what's happening. Like, I know what Audiate does, and so I've got this leg up, but it could be very confusing. Like, it would be easy to miss. Now, the other thing with this so far is there's some, there's some, there's lots of white space, we'll call it, like mm -hmm. lots of room to breathe in the narration, which in a tutorial I think is super important. But it feels like I'm, I'm kind of like, hurry up and wait. And mm -hmm. I, I, I want it to move a little faster. Yeah. You know what's funny is, I, go ahead, Justin. I was, I was just gonna say on, on a couple of those same points as I was watching over this, it's, it's a lot of show and not tell, which is good in the beginning, but unless I have the context, especially in this type of overview-ish tutorial video of the product and a newer product, uh, it was it, it is hard to like make the viewer jump into the context of what the tool's doing. Like I almost think that could be more effective if you showed that at the end, like show versus what what he ended up doing in the in this was kind of meta playing it out and then saying here I'll show you how to do it, versus like jumping right from the start and saying I'm going to show you how to edit your audio with Audiate, and then at the end you could maybe show how that actually works. The only struggle there, because I, I totally agree that I think it was it was confusing if you don't know what just happened. But at the same time, like showing that magic of what it does is kind of like the whoa, wait a second, how did you like? And you just edited your words together by just deleting text. Like so, I so I also get the point of trying to win them over. It's almost like at the beginning of a podcast, <clears throat> you know, kind of like putting your favorite point <laughs> at the beginning of a podcast. You're trying to get them interested and get them in, and then showing them how it's done. But again, I just... it's just a confusing workflow. And I think that, and I, and again, that that's what's fun about these. This is all there's so much nuance, and, and my flavor is going to be different than somebody else's flavor anyway. That's mm -hmm. 
perfectly fine. But for me, I would if I was writing this script, because that's kind of how I think about it. That's the only way I can really think about it. But I was writing the script for this tutorial. I would probably just flat out say with Audiate, you can magically edit your text like a Word document. And it may be showing it on screen, like highlighting and then just deleting that audio. Um, mm -hmm. and, and the only reason I kind of say that is because the last thing you want to do especially early in the video is make your your viewer burn calories and i think we've already talked about two or three things in this video that are making that personally made me burn calories like thinking like hard thinking like did the music am i starting this right is the music right and then wait there's two two dugs talking like that's a little weird and so i just think it's a couple of those things and again they're really small but you want to avoid any of those things that are going to make somebody think too hard about am i in the right space is this the right video for me should i keep watching because that's what they're going to consistently keep asking themselves should i keep watching should i keep watching well the, i think this raises the question for this particular video uh, it feels like already we're we're going down this path of trying to explain what the product does and mm -hmm. not necessarily be a tutorial and the question is like do you is do we want to do both and mm -hmm. uh, should we do both like would it be better to have uh in your tutorial section in this case and and i don't know but like a one minute like let's talk about the magic of audiate and then just show and and then really focus on the how-to i mean we've got a four minute mm -hmm. video and are we gonna are we gonna get mixed up in that you know and, and I, I it's a hard decision right because you don't want to mm -hmm. create a million videos and then hope people watch one but then they see the other and they miss you know like there's lots of reasons right. for that but I feel like I, I like what you're saying Justin is like give me give me that quick high level pitch like this is this is why this is so cool it's ma it's like magic uh, show me mm -hmm. what it's doing and then if this is going to be a how-to, what, how do I do this? And and I think we'll see some more of the how-to as we go, but it's like, we're trying to do a little bit of both. And it, I think it's just hard to do that. Yeah. I think the, the other problem I have, and man, again, I, I, I agree. I'm just, as the video guy, I'm seeing the pain point of like trying to demonstrate a tool without getting too meta, without getting too like kind of in your head about what the tool is. Because again, while yes, in the script, he may just like say, this is a really cool tool that edits your audio, just like it edits a Word document. I probably wouldn't say really cool tool, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and you'd get, but, the, but to me, again, editing it like a Word document doesn't show how cool it is because it just shows me like deleting words. But I want to hear that you've actually just edited the audio by deleting words. You know what I mean? So it gets this problem again. The other thing is Matt stopped the video here because we were talking about pacing. And I wanted to point out, I get this on YouTube all the time where people tell me, and you can hear it right now, I speak too fast. Like I go way too fast when I start getting into a subject and talk. And they keep telling me to slow down. And I try. I really have to consciously slow myself down. I'm sure Matt has to deal with this when speaking at events and things. I just never have had to. And so... Now, Doug's got the opposite problem where we're saying, whew, it's a little slow. Where's the balance? Like, how do you even find that? Well, I think, I, I think if, so if my advice, you know, if Doug was here with us, maybe we should have invited him on for that. He probably would have been like, no. Uh, but like, I think <laughs> like for some of this, let's speed it up. But for the tutorial, the stuff, like the how-to pieces of it, where you really need to follow along, let mm -hmm. that be at, at the slower pace kind of leave that room to, to mm -hmm. follow along. But like for this part, I, I feel like we've got so much room that it's, it's hard. It actually makes it hard for me to follow. Mm. Yeah. It's an interesting yeah. balance. It's, it's, um, 
the idea of the video not being all one speed or one pace. The pacing is important, but being able to utilize different paces throughout. And so maybe you're going to be a little bit quicker in the front, going to get to the point, going to tell people what they're going to learn. But then, like you said, as you get into the actual nitty gritty of the tutorial, you're going to be a little bit more conscious, a little bit more slower, going to show people how to do that. And then when you go to wrap up, you're, you're going to wrap up. Right. Well, should we keep moving forward? Yeah. Let's do mm -hmm. it. So continuing on. Start a recording. Click the record button. Audiate captures everything you say. And as you speak, you'll see the words appear on screen. You might notice little mistakes here and there. Don't worry about them. Just keep on talking. And if you make a mistake, like, um, uh, uh you forget what to say, um, yet simply keep on recording and I'll show you how to fix those as well. To end a recording, sorry, to complete your recording, click the stop button. Speaking of what stop. What you see now, like, um, I think that this to me has to be one of the most painful things for Doug. Doug is an excellent instructional designer. I am in awe at how he does his job. I really am. And I know this was probably painful for him to write in mistakes <laughs> like, because he just would not operate that way. So I love hearing scripted Doug say, sorry, um, uh, like it's all <laughs> very intentional. It's perfect for this. This is actually like just compliments to him because I know he must have struggled with having to like leave in mistakes intentionally and scripting in mistakes almost. So this is the stuff you got to do, though, to demonstrate the product. Well, and the other thing that I think that makes we'll give uh, just another kudos is when you're dealing with a product like this, right, you, you can't pre-program what words are going to come up. And so you're making something with a very intentional, with very intentional places you're making mistakes, very but like you have to, he has to speak very clearly to make sure it is, I, I, I use audio and it sometimes I slur my words, I say stuff and it's mm -hmm. like, it's like, I did not say those words right. at all. Like, like, and so like, yeah. this is, this is, it's a really tough challenge because he's got to do this, this recording is live. Like you can't fake this particular piece of it. And so he, he does such a great job and you, you know, it's like, this is where that pacing actually works out really well because yeah. it helps the tool. It, he's is in some ways is actually demonstrating really good practice when you want something to be able to be transcribed on the fly. Um, but going back to it, it does, it feel, you know, it's, it's not a natural video, right? It's not, the recording doesn't sound conversational, which is fine because it, it doesn't necessarily need to be that way. Right. Yeah. I thought this was actually a, a good job of being a little bit more meta because mm -hmm. it, it, it I, I can quickly get it. I didn't have to burn calories as much to say like, oh, yeah, he's taught. Okay, now I can see you could for anybody listening, you can see his narration come on screen as text because that's how the tool works. So and this is so this is another hard part about demonstrating a piece of software like like Audiate where as you're starting, you know, it's almost a blank screen. Like you've just got this big open grayish purplish screen and nothing's on it. And then you start talking and it only appears at the very top. And to continue on and fill that screen, you really have to keep talking for a while. I mean, it's just demonstrating the software and that's how it is. But I mean, there's sometimes when what you're showing on screen may not be the most visually appealing. It's text on a blank screen. Um, 
but again, not burning those calories, right? I'm very clear what he's showing. Um, it's just as a video person, as a video professional, like there's a part of me that's like, ooh, should we zoom in? Should we crop into that? Should we show something else in the wasted space? Like I don't want to fill the space necessarily, but I really want to make sure I focus my viewer's attention right where I want it. But you know what? He's got my attention right where it's supposed to be. So um, yeah, this is why I'm not an instructional designer, clearly. <laughs> I mean, there, there are things you could potentially do. I don't know that they would be uh, as effective though, right? Like I think you could have had some scripted stuff pre-recorded stuff that's already there that you're just not, you know, you're just adding to it. But I, I don't think it would be as powerful because I do think seeing the space fill is really visually appealing because to yeah. me, that's part of it, right? Seeing seeing the words appear that he's saying, seeing the ums and ahs come in as he's dots, uh, that's, that's really powerful come from a just kind of the learning the metaphor of how the software works. Um, it, I, so I think, yeah, there's, there's probably things you could do, but I think this actually works. One of those cases where having a blank slate, starting fresh, pulling it all in works yeah. really well. And I, I think we got to be careful or not careful, but I think we got to be thoughtful about it, but like not be afraid to make some of mm -hmm. those hard decisions where that mm -hmm. kind of, it bucks convention of like video stuff, right? Like, but it really is this, this is the thing you want to convey look what happens look what it does and and there's a few other places that you can do that as well yeah well, and you brought up a good... no go Justin. ahead man i was just Justin. gonna say you you brought up a really good point so this is andy anyway but <laughs> you brought up a really good point matt of like had he filled the screen with text in advance what would i as a viewer be doing i'd be reading the text on screen so like that would be the wrong move too so he absolutely did the right thing justin now you go ahead <laughs> Yeah, and that's what's interesting is because my first thought was like, what if you reversed it and you did start with all the text on screen rather than show it? I mean, there's probably ways you could get around that, but it would have to be styled completely different. And you'd probably have mm -hmm. to have some sort of, you know, for this one, he didn't really have a transition or anything. You might have to transition over to something like that and then get right into like, here's an example of a script template that was spoken out or a voiceover that was spoken out in audio. And then you can kind of go bit by bit from there. But you know, I think it's just one of those things where there's probably no pure right or wrong. And you just have to kind of, you know, like a lot of things in, in the video world, there's the creative world, you know, it's, it's kind of what you can make work for your, for you and your video. So interesting, interesting thought here that I was having as you're talking about that, Justin, I think, uh, as you go through this, right? Like, man, I'm, I lost the thought. Ah, it was so good too, guys. Uh, it was such a good thought. It, uh, I'll, if it comes back, it comes back. I, I'm going to play for yep. it like another second or two because right after this, like we're at two minutes and four seconds. Uh, uh, you forget what to say. Um, yet to remove these hesitations or Maybe areas of silence, later. click to select them and press delete on your keyboard. Or to remove all hesitations at once. It, oh, it's gonna be later, but like, I, I love that he's he's still showing these things. And, and now we're getting into that tutorial part of it, right? Like it makes total sense. He's following the screen, he's zooming. Um, and maybe, I, or maybe I missed it, but cause I'm looking at the timing and I wrote down a different time, but like they go, they basically just show the hesitation marks. It blacks mm -hmm. out everything. Um, mm -hmm. And I actually really love that because it, just as an emphasis, right? Sometimes taking away, all the things and just emphasizing the key things. I thought I thought it was a really great effect, and I was like, "Oh, because that made those jump out here." And now he's showing us how to delete them, which I think is, you know, again showing the tutorial. Um, and he's got some tough decisions here, you know, like the zooming and panning. Like, 
how often do you do that? You know, do you need to show people where specifically where an edit menu is? Like, but I think he does a really good job kind of just moving us around the screen without it making us feel motion sick. Mm -hmm. Should I continue on? I think so. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> go to edit, delete all hesitations. Sometimes when you remove mistakes and hesitations, you lose the natural pause that falls between words, leaving the narration sounding a little unnatural. To add that pause back in, right-click a word and choose Insert Silence Before or After. This so can we, can we stop here? Yeah. So this is one of the things that I thought of, and I don't, and I'm interested to hear your guys' take if you thought as you watched through. There is so much in this video and there's nothing that signifies to my brain as we're going through that I'm going to be learning the next thing. So we went to mm. pauses, to hesitations, to removing stuff, to, and then later they do something else and then they, they, you know, silence this word. And there's just a lot of stuff going on. And I think, you know, it could be as simple as, you know, on text screen or, or, or you know, on screen text or something that, that's going to bring up and let me know we're, we're moving on to this next section or something. But that's what I kept feeling like was like a little bit overwhelmed with the amount of stuff I was learning or like having to remember throughout because there's a lot of little nuances with with the tool. That's interesting because yes. I don't know that I necessarily thought there was a lot to learn, but you're right. I mean, as I think about that, you're right. There's, there's, because in my mind, and, and again, we have the curse of knowledge because we work here, um, but in my mind, this is brand new software. We're showing you how this brand new software works. I wasn't thinking like showing you how this feature works and this feature works because especially when it was first released, it was, you know, we've been adding features to it. And so it's, it's kind of like, well, just show them how the product works in the first place. But you're right. That's something I hadn't considered is that uh, there's there's a lot going on for one video. Yeah, I mean, I, so I think from in this perspective, the, the natural pr progression from what we just saw to adding in this silence actually makes a lot of sense. It feels very mm -hmm. right in line uh, in the instructional design lingo. There's uh, I, if I'm hopefully using this right, if I remember correctly, it's kind of this idea of what's called scaffolding and we're building upon the ideas and there is some of that going on, but there are no indicators to to help you know what's next, right? So what what comes next? What's the next feature here? What's the next right. thing we're gonna do? And that that can, I mean, that can be good and bad, right? Good as in like now it's building interest, like, whoa, what's coming next? I can't wait to see what the next thing is. What else can it do? But the bad thing is now I'm working, I have to work a lot harder to to like focus mm -hmm. and, you know, and we're we're asking for four minutes of your attention in this video. so. Could that, like, could we reduce the kind of the load of understanding a little bit by just helping to say what's coming next? Maybe. Um, it'd be interesting yeah, and to I, think about how we do that. I think the other thing, too, and again, this is where, like, it's tough to know without truly understanding, like, what was even the ask of Doug or his team when they, when they were asked to make this video, because um, it does feel a little bit different than some of the other ones. You know, maybe just serendipitously I picked this one out. Um, but, you know, recording your audio is, is a, such a different thing than editing your audio, which is such a different thing than some of the other little thing. And it's like, there's just a lot of stuff. And we talked about this in our topic show too, and how to pick topics. And, and sometimes it is, it's taking again, even a four minute video, but taking those bigger, broader topics and 
sometimes it is easier just to break those out into individual ones. And then I can just only worry about, oh, good, I just want to learn how to really edit my audio well. And oh, what are these waveforms? And how do I do that? And get a little bit more nitty gritty. Or, oh, I just want to really know how to like record my audio better with Audiate and what that looks like versus more of a broad sweeping tutorial. But again, I could see, I could see the benefit of both. Um, with this instance, though, it was, it was just something like I kept feeling as I was watching it, like, and, and knowing that it was a four minute video as part of that too, when you go into it on YouTube, I'm like, okay, this is a four minute tutorial. And I was like, man, there's just a lot going on here. So I guess here's my question. Would, would you, Justin, see this as something to break up with sections or split up the video into multiple videos? Like, what do you think would, would be more efficient for th- your time? I think it depends. Again, it depends on the overall goal of the video. One of, I mean, one of the most basic things that I would do if I was, um, if this was the video that I had to make, was I would, and I was putting on YouTube, I'd probably put chapter markers in, and I would, and I yeah. would section off what was happening, when and where. Um, I also potentially, if I was starting this one from scratch, I might put something on screen that just signifies, you know whether it's a lower third or something that's just signifying I'm moving on to another thing that we're going to talk about. Cause there's just a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that they're talking about in, in the video. Well, I, I would think actually like, so I think what, what's the official title of this video? It's like introduction to audiate or something like Text, that. It's called TechSmith audiate colon easily record and edit your voice. Yeah. So I feel like, uh, it, it begs the question, like, again, is this really meant to be a tutorial? It's doing a job of tuto- some tutorials. Mm-hmm. It's doing the job of kind of that overview-ish video. But I feel like kind of the you've got two goals, right? Let's, let's help you understand what audio is, what it can do for you. And mm-hmm. we're also showing you how to do some of the things. And I, I feel like in that case, it's, it's struggling to, to have one piece rise above the other. And because and, you, you can't. Um, right. I, I, I sort of feel like, cause I just got a very specific how to on how to do like some of these, ums, remove ums and ahs, right. And I can do them all or I can do them separately. But what I didn't see, how do I get my audio in here? Do I, can I only record? Mm, mm-hmm. Can I bring in audio sure. from another source? So I feel like we, we need to, and, and this is hard, right? Because I, you know, again, I, this is not a against what Doug is doing. I think there's, there's a lot of circumstances that go into every video that gets made. Some of it's timing issues. I just feel like as the organization of TechSmith, we should probably step back and say, what do we really need here? Do we need an introductory kind of like, what is it? What can it do for you? How is it going to help you? And then we can have those t- that, uh, 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 like, even if it's a full four minute tutorial walkthrough, right. it becomes much more focused. We don't start off with the, here, let me show you what it is. It's just like, let me show you how to do this. Let's put some audio in. Now let's, let's remove the, the, the ums and ahs. Let's, let's change out words, which we're going to see still. So I, I, th- I think it's trying to do two things when it really needs to do one. Yeah, I yeah. think it's, it's cool because we can start to see, you know, if you go back and listen to some of our earlier episodes, we have one on setting goals and objectives for videos. And you can start to see where some of the stuff really starts to play out and how it's not always nice and pretty and neat, how we like, like to visualize like, oh, of course, I would only have one singular goal for my video. But we know in the real world that we have real, you know, we're tr- we try to, you know, you know, do more with what we've got and create in- and try to do something for this. And, and I do think that with this video, it might have just gotten a little bit um, bulky in terms of like, who is this video for? 
and I think we'll find probably, uh, I know there's something at the end that I want to talk about as well, but like, who is this video for? Is it somebody who's never tried Audiate or we're assuming they do have it? Are they, mm -hmm. you know, and, and even those little questions and then what's the goal? Is it for them to just understand what Audiate is or is it to help them understand how to do the thing? Because those are also very different goals. Right. In terms of, well, in terms of that singular video. I know we need to move on quickly because I can tell we're probably getting close on our time. But I was going to say the the other thing that that strikes me is this was a brand new piece of software with a brand new tutorial versus like Camtasia that's been around for years and they can do like one feature, one feature, one feature because we have the established tutorial section. So this, yeah, I think this is also coming from a different place of like we're starting from nothing. We need mm -hmm. to show people what this is. So yeah, I th I think you're right. Established goals would have solved a lot of that. They probably had them and. I would wager they may have met some of those goals and they may be different than what we would have set. So you just never know. Yeah. I mean, let's, uh, yeah, again, we've got the hindsight of uh, benefit of the doubt, yeah. 2020 looking back kind of vision. So we are, we are getting close to time. Uh, do you guys have specific spots of things that you want to watch or look at or talk I wanna, about? I want to look at the very end of the video, like the last, I don't know, 10 seconds, just the end, end slide, essentially. We're going to, we'll watch, we'll listen to the last 15 seconds because I want to make sure we're focused on time and there's always more we can talk about, of course. Take oh, yeah. advantage yeah. of Audiate's simple editing features with your current voiceovers. Choose Import Audio. Audiate transcribes the words and indicates areas of silence and hesitations so you can easily remove them. Well, that's all for now. We hope you enjoy Audiate and thanks for watching. So this is th this is where, and we've talked about this with scripting, but I think, um, and it ties in with some of the things. And again, I, I didn't script this, so I, I, can't, I don't know what their goals are with the scripts, but the two things that I always look to do at the front end and the back end of a script is A, get their attention right off the bat, which we talked about that in terms of like, we've got silence at the front and then it's a little bit confusing. So I would want to clear up the attention, but then at the end, it's like the call to action. What, what, is, what is next for me to do? So for everybody listening, that, that voiceover at the end was brought up. It just says www.textman.com slash tutorials. And then the there is no call to no clear call to action of like Doug just says, thanks for watching. Um, and so I think like that's a very clear um, place where if I was doing this and again, I don't know who the audience is. I don't know what we're, um, what we're saying, but what I would suggest is, hey, if you haven't tried uh, <laughs> Audiate yet, we've threw a link in the trial down in the description. Go get your trial. Uh, that would be what I would go after, especially because TechSmith.com slash tutorials are all of our products. It's not just the Audiate tutorials. So again, there's just a little bit of disconnect for me at the end of the video. So you're speaking like a true marketer, Justin, like you're thinking about <laughs> those things. So I think from a, let me, let me stand on the side of the instructional designers here for a, a, a minute. So traditionally, my guess is this, the in, initial spot for this video was not YouTube. It was going to be, right. the, it's the techsmith.com slash tutorials. And typically in that, in that space, we do not, at the end of the tutorials, they don't promote to say like, go buy a product, go do this, go do that. It's like their goal there is to help you on this thing, not necessarily recommend the next thing. And that's been a, you know, whether that's the right thing to do or not, it's been something that's been done for at least 15, 15 years maybe, uh, uh, you know, and so I think it's meant to be a very friendly approach, but I do think there, mm -hmm. there is stuff you could do there. Um, you know, whether it's the uh, more, if there's more audio tutorials, who knows when they launch, That's it, maybe they exactly. have more. 
Yeah. So they may not. Yeah. So I think it's remember judging the difference. Like on your website, if you're making a tutorial video for your your internal audience, and or your external uh, an external learning audience, but it's not YouTube, the way that call to action gets implemented may be very different than like in part of the video. And and, mm-hmm. and in some ways, the nice thing is if you don't put a call to action in your video, it's down below, just down below, like because it's on your web page. You you probably gain some benefits of like if things uh, things change. Whereas it's really hard to change in the tutorial. If they know they're not going to touch this for six months and they can't control, like, is it going to be audi8.textsmith.com, textsmith.com slash audi8, something else, then this gives them, like, this video can last a lot longer. I think that's that's interesting, though. And I, I don't, I maybe I got to chat with Doug about this sometime. And I know we actually have talked about this a little bit, but, you know, given where, uh, especially with, instructional uh videos and youtube and like you said it might not be designed to go on youtube but i know most people's habits when they try to learn something or look up a product they google it or they youtube it and so they're not you know we probably have more people who are watching you know if i were to guess more people who are watching it on youtube potentially or an equal amount than folks who are going okay i gotta go to textment.com i gotta go to the tutorial section and i gotta find uh, you know, the audio tutorials. I just don't think that they probably saw it on through an email or something. They got it. And I just think regardless of whether or not they, uh, they, where they're at viewing it, I do think there just needs to be something to give them to do next. Cause otherwise mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I guess, I guess I'm done. And that could be check out more audio tutorials. That could be, you know, what other thing do we have about doing voiceovers that we could give somebody? I, I just think it's thinking a little bit more outside the box. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm slyly looking at numbers here uh, between the two if I can find them. Yeah, well, I, while you're doing that, it's because I can fill in if you need. Yeah, <laughs> just, please. The, the URL at the end, the only thing there is like, if we're right, if this was intended to be on the tutorials page, then isn't that where they already are? And is that a useful mm-hmm. uh, call to action? I do think more tutorial watching is what's called for. I do think that's when you should say like, check out more tutorials on our website uh, or download the product you know, in the link below or whatever the case is, if they're watching on the website, they probably can't download in the link below. So this is where it gets complicated to have multiple platforms, right? So if we're watching on a website, if we're watching on YouTube, I can make a call to action, but what if that call to action doesn't actually work on YouTube versus on the website? So, I mean, like it, it does get a little muddy um, and making videos with multiple calls to action, exporting multiple videos, mm-hmm. it's not the best workflow. I get that. So, so you really have to pick one and they did. You bet. Yeah, and so let me just say this: we've been we've been tough. Like I don't think we've we've been easy on Doug because it's our own. It's probably easier because it's our eyes are easier to be tougher on him because he's our colleague and we know he's he's a good sport about things. Uh, for everyone watching, we hope this has been helpful. First of all, I think if hopefully you've gotten some ideas in your head about you know just being critical about your own videos. This is really an important exercise that. Um, I think there's a lot that's really good with this tutorial. I would, I want to emphasize, I think this, there's not, it's, it's working in a lot of ways. And actually, uh, Justin, to your point, uh, our YouTube views versus the website views, at least based on YouTube versus Wistia, uh, double on YouTube. Uh, okay. so I think, so yeah. I, I think yeah. there's a lot of good things here. Hopefully, uh, everyone's been able to benefit from this. We, I think this went well, I, I'd love to do this again with someone else's video. If you got a video to share with us. Remember, email thevisuallounge at textsmith.com. We'll be happy to take a look. We're, of course, 
you know, we will be nice, uh, but we'll be honest and we want to um, help you be better at making better videos. Um, so we should, we're, we're well over. So this is a little bit longer one today. It takes a little while to go through these videos, but let's do our final wrap up for today because I think there's some good takeaways here. Hopefully everyone's gotten from them, but we'll start with uh, Justin, then we'll go Andy, and then I'll close this off here. So Justin, after watching this tutorial, what are your final takeaways for today's episode? Don't be afraid to mix up your pacing. It, you don't have to stick with a standard pace throughout the entire video. If you want to be a little bit slower as you're actually giving the tutorial and teaching somebody how to do something, awesome. Uh, but maybe that doesn't mean you have to go slower at the front and the back end as well. You can kind of mix up and, and get a little bit maybe quicker on the intro and then be a little slower when you're walking people through the actual steps. Awesome. Andy. I think it's always easy to spot these things that you would change about your videos in hindsight, but don't let that stop you from making the video in the first place. And don't let that stop you from fixing the mistake in the next video. Or maybe it wasn't a mistake, maybe it was a choice and you watched it and decided, you know, that choice wasn't what I'll do next time. I'm gonna change it up. But don't be afraid to start. As we're always telling you, you just have to start and make it. Yeah, I, I, I love that, Andy, I love that advice because it's like you've got to make the bold choices and just do it sometimes and it might not work, but it's okay. Yeah. But, but my final take here today is that, and, and again, we didn't ask Doug what the goal for this video was, um, and so we're making a lot of assumptions. However, I think making sure that your instructions are really focused on that goal, like let's make an instructional video, let's make you know a video if it's meant to be an overview video, I think... I'm, I'm in favor, at least for this particular video, having those be separate. Someone probably has a great example that is show, can show me how it can work. Um, but I think you want to be clear on your message and you want to be clear on the outcome of what someone's going to get out of that. Um, because I feel like this neither succeeds as an kind of a, just a high level overview or a, like a, a in-depth tutorial. I think there's elements of that that are really good, but I feel like I'm left wanting in both cases and after four minutes, I might feel like, do I want to, do I really want to continue? And, and hopefully that's not the case for people watching it. Hopefully people learn, can go and learn from it and benefit from it. So with that said, uh, it does make me think if you do send in a video, send in your goal. So we're not left in a lurch of trying to figure out what your purpose was. So, all right, well, that's it for us today. We thank everybody for tuning in. We're always happy to have you as subscribe, like, comment, things like that. And we will see you guys next time.